Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, all praise and thanks to Allah. Hi everyone, I hope you are good and well in good health and Imam of faith, inshallah. And welcome back to another episode of the Human Habit Podcast. And inshallah, in today's episode, I have a very, very dear, special brother, special guest. And it's a pleasure and honor to have my brother, Abu Bakr Muhammad, on the podcast. And inshallah, I'll be picking his brain for his life experience, life story, knowledge, experience and wisdom. So inshallah... And without further ado, I want to bring my brother Abu Bakr in. Abu Bakr, welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, bro. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. It's an honor to be here, ya akhi. You know, it's time to speak on stuff that many people don't know about and to express it, where I'm from, where my journey started. Yeah. So, inshallah, it's going to be a pleasure today. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it, bro, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Um, I want to say thank you for taking the time and time from your busy schedule, mashallah. So, inshallah, jazakallah khairan. Really appreciate it for coming. So, um, my first question is, um, where were you born? Where are you from? And where did you go to school? So, I was born, I was born in Iraq. So the center of Iraq, I was um, mainly focused in Baghdad. Yeah. And I'm originally from Samarra, so it's a Sunni area in Iraq. Yeah. But we moved from there and moved to Baghdad where my family is all based now. Yeah. And when we was little, we we did go to school there. We did, uh, we focused on school. And then my sister was obviously born in a different country, so we moved to a different country. Which country? She was born in Jordan. Okay, Jordan, yeah. So at the time when all of this was happening, it was during war yeah. and all of that stuff. So alhamdulillah, we, we managed to find a way out. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, Allah opened us the door for me and my family to get out. And we came to the UK. So and first you went to Jordan and then flew from Jordan to... Yeah, so we, we, went, we went into Jordan. Uh, my sister was born there We went to school there as well We transferred yeah. a bit over there yeah. And then we came back to Baghdad But the situation in Baghdad wasn't too good Especially with family, the war yeah. And the whole crisis So we was looking for a way out Any way out yeah. And alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah We found a way out Mashallah. And uh, yeah, we came to the UK Okay, what year did you come anyway? So I came to the UK when I was about 6-7 years yeah, old So, so I've been young. here for a while now yeah, mashallah, yeah. you've been young. So you, then you went through school in here as well? Yeah, so we went through school here. I started off at Hind House School at, the, at Y7. Yeah. Where, where's that in? What area is that in? This is in S5. S5, So it's okay. around the Firth Park Sh- area. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, we started off... First, we when, when I was younger, we obviously when I reached the years of... Uh, 12 to 13 years old yeah. is when I started secondary school okay, so yeah. those, are the, those are the years that you start secondary yeah. school but before that I did go to primary school so I went to Handhouse Primary School yeah. I finished I, I disappeared in around year 4 so when we came to Iraq when I was younger we went to um, I mean when we came from Iraq here when, when I was younger yeah. we came to primary school yeah, and then I disappeared in year four. Yeah, meaning did you go back again? Yeah, we yeah. went back to Iraq, Iraq to see yeah. family and Just, so on and yeah. so on. Were you so, away for a little bit then? Yeah, I was away for a while. Yeah, yeah. a long while. So at this at this time we was in and out. We had the passports and so yeah. on and so on. So we had, we was in and out, and um, 
when we when we came back, I started secondary school. Oh, okay, seven. so you was away from yeah, yeah at least two away. years, yeah, three years, while. roughly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's. so when I came back, a lot of people were asking me, "Where did you go? Why did yeah. you disappear? Yeah. You know, you disappeared in Y four. I still remember it to this yeah. day. Subhanallah." And so, um, yeah. and then you so so then in the secondary school you went. Where secondary school so, did you go to? Hind House. I went to Hind House. Hind House. Okay, school, yeah. yeah, okay. And how was school like experience? And how was education? Was you good at it? Did you to be honest, it? to be honest, Allah. Uh, looking back at it now, the education-wise, for me personally, mm. is you start to realize further on in your life if education was for you or not. Obviously, mm. in education, our parents bring us here to, yeah, to finish learn. school, finish you know university and so on. So, but the more you realize, the more you go into it, the more you realize maybe it's not for me. To, yeah. You know, maybe there's uh, there's other people that go down different paths yeah, and uh, different journeys. Yeah. But to be honest, you know, I had to, I finished school. Alhamdulillah. Whatever I got, whatever grades I got, yeah, it's from Allah Subhanahu yeah, Allah. And um, yeah, it's. It's, it's a bit different it's Yeah a bit different. So it was, you find it And you was not Inclined to it Yeah I, was, I wasn't Inclined to it much. To that particular In yeah. education like. Yeah I was more of a, I was always more Of a sports guy Yeah So in school I, I just always wanted To play sports Anything that like to football, do with sports I was interested yeah. in Yeah like me Yeah I was yeah. more interested Instead of the academic side Yeah of it, exactly yeah. Exactly So when it came so to so you tend to find like me that's like me I was yeah. academically I wasn't good at it but and so you don't enjoy it. if you're not good at it you don't enjoy exactly, it exactly but yeah. I'm saying sports wise any sports any whenever because you enjoy that you like it even nah. if it's not a sport that you're not good yeah. at because it's sport you like it exactly yeah. I mean don't get me wrong like when I when I came into lessons for instance, you were serious you were serious too, I was serious I tried my best yeah. I tried my best it's not like I look back now and say I, I, tr- I wish I tried harder nah you did that, that yeah. I did what I did yeah. Qadr of Allah I came up with what I came up yeah. with so, but I'm saying you wasn't inclined or yeah, did I wasn't, interest, yeah, yeah. I wasn't so, interested. Yeah, which brings me nicely. Did you go from there to college or did you did you look for? Yeah, it? from school. From school, I went to kind of they call it when we when we it was me and my friend at this stage because we we had the same like interests. Yeah. So we, all, we were both interested in football and progressing through yeah. that. So when we signed up for college, yeah. it was through the UCAS program. Um. We was asked about, you know, what do you guys want to do? So we was said, you know, something to do with football. Yeah. And there was a lot of applications on there. And one of one application that we did apply to was the Sheffield United one. Yeah. So at the time we thought this was a, you know, Sheffield United course, like uh, a proper academy. And when we spoke to the manager and so on and so on, they confirmed that it was an academy and so on. So, so we went to it. It was just like a normal, normal college. We studied, we played football. But you know, Alhamdulillah, it was some. It was it was nice. Is that was part nice. of Sheffield United then? Yeah, it was part of Sheffield United. Yeah. The course still goes on now. Um, it was a, it's a really really nice course. You know, you have very nice people there. Mm. You, you you're learning about sports and you know the whole side of football while also playing football. Yeah. So even though we did get a lot of opportunities at different clubs and so on, so Alhamdulillah, you know, we learned from that. We went that obviously the reason I don't play much football now is because of injuries, the way it's affecting my yeah, life. Yeah. Subhanallah. And the way my, my mother thinks about it as well. She doesn't really support me playing football. Yeah. Um so yeah. So you changed yeah, so yeah. but that's the that's the path you were looking yeah. looking for, yeah. What did you so which brings me nicely as well to say and what did you want to be when you were a kid and why? The reason what I wanted to be when I was a kid was always was that, to be a footballer. Yeah, so that, I was just thinking that, yeah, yeah. so is that the, that's where you're dreaming yeah, and thinking always about. to be a footballer, you know, yeah. I always 
watched you know Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. and many different footballers online YouTube yeah and I always inspired to be you know it's something that I enjoy playing football yeah. it's yeah. a very enjoyable sport so that's why you pursue it in the like yeah. the career wise and I've always had the mentality of I do not want to be bossed around by anybody mm. so for instance working for someone mm. I want to be my own boss you know and and in, and in football you're your own you, you do what you want yeah you do what you want obviously you have your agent and your managers and so on so you're not getting bossed around yeah. you know so yeah I've always wanted to be my own boss and just do my own thing yeah and football so on oh, no, football for you wanted to do what you want and yeah. you enjoy that as well innit? yeah yeah and football was always like uh, it was like a, we call it in Arabic a makhraja so it was always a way out you yeah. know when you're stressed or you're going through stuff you just go play football kick the football around the pitch yeah. and you enjoy it so much yeah the time time yeah. feels like standing yeah, still yeah, so in exactly. it yeah <laughs> which is good yeah And the other thing I know about you is, mashallah, you are deeply interested in your religion no. and the religion of Islam, mashallah, our religion. What, um, what, when did you develop that interest? And, and obviously, and you've sustained it, mashallah. I'm saying, what, what, what sparked it for you to take your religion serious? Barakallah, I get asked this question a lot, and okay. why a lot of people think, you know, the transition I've made from what I used to be doing yeah. to how I am now. Yeah. So, alhamdulillah, it all, it all started with. It was a trip back back home to Iraq. Yeah. And I've always said this, like, I'm always faced with more trials and tribulations in a country that is unknown to me. So, for instance, the UK that I live in. Yeah. A country of fitna, country of haram. Yeah. It's so normalized, especially, you know, yeah, in the West. Yeah, normal, yeah. And we're coming across a time where liberalized Muslims are doing the exact same thing. So, when I went back to Iraq, it was more of, I was just going to the masjid every single day. I didn't miss a salah. I'd stay in the masjid until the next salah. I'd stay for muhadharat, sessions, classes. Yeah. And the more I did this, the more my iman just went skyrocketing. Yeah. So when I came back to the UK, I realized, you know, it felt like I was floating. It was felt it felt like I was floating because my iman was so high. I can feel my iman like really mm. strong. And I just started going mosque so many times. And not saying that I didn't go mosque before it. I did, but it wasn't much. Yeah, you know, it was much. it was like an optional thing. But now the way I see it is a mandatory thing. I have to be in the masjid to pray salah. Yeah. Unless I have a valid reason on why I can't go to the masjid. Yeah. And when I came back to the UK, I realized my iman was extremely high. And I started to pursue more of looking into my, to my religion. Yeah. Because... As the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said in authentic hadith that the person who goes and tries to increase his knowledge and look for knowledge, Allah is the path for him to Jannah. So I went into looking for more into my uh, my Islam and educating myself. What is Islam? You know about the prophets, their lives. Alayhi wasallam, the Quran. What Allah says in the Quran about certain situations and so and so. And the more I did this, the more you fall in love with your religion. And the way I see it now is like my life is all based on my, on my religion. Everything that happens in my life, I base it on my religion. Yeah. You know, once you have strong qadr with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yeah. the, you start to realize your iman doesn't only go up, but you start to realize that everything happens because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted it to happen this way. Yeah. So we take it as it is and we focus on this. And alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, you know, Wherever I am at now, it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all yeah. praise be to him. Alhamdulillah. And how do you set goals? Is there any particular methods or systems you use? To be honest, I always looked at setting goals, a way of 
you know, we we have wishes, we have wishes of what we want to be, but it's nothing compared to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has planned for us. Yeah. Allah has written our life for us, you know, not saying that we don't have options, we we you know, we're controlled by Allah, of course yeah. we're not. We Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is Qadr Allah, you know, it happens how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has planned it to happen. Yeah. We choose what we want to do, but you know, it's all based on us. We we also have control of what we want yeah. to do as well. So for instance for goals setting goals it's like maybe i want to do this i want to set plans for this and so on and so but i try to aim for it you know if it go if it doesn't work out then i say alhamdulillah this yeah. allah you know allah pre- prevented me from doing something yeah. that i shouldn't have done yeah or if i do do it alhamdulillah this is what allah wanted for me accomplished so yeah, yeah obviously setting goals is it's normal just yeah. as normal do you have normal. i mean do you, do you have any particular method do you write it down and do you have something you where you write it down where you see it and stuff like that or to be honest, keep it in your mind or yeah to be honest mostly I'm, i'm a very basic guy mm. you know i don't i don't put a lot of goals down yeah so for instance if i put i want to do this 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 that it'll, it'll be get more confusing yeah because you just sit you sit one this sit few do you you sit less than the less way i do it is what i want then I'll go get it yeah. and I'll focus on that one thing before I jump onto another okay, thing. Yeah. So I don't leave anything half complete or yeah. half unfinished. So you focus on one yeah. goal. And I just go with the flow. Yeah. I just go with the flow. Nice Whatever shot. happens, happens. Yeah. And, uh, okay. And so how do you sustain the motivation and commitment to achieve your long-term goals then? Like once you've set that particular goal, how do you sustain that motivation? Because you know, like you said, Imam can go up and down, isn't it? Nah. Same as like our motivation to do this. It can... It can It goes up and down as well, isn't it? Yeah. How do you sustain? For motivation, I think, you know, there, there's always ups and downs, whatever you yeah. do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He doesn't bear a soul more than it can bear. You know, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't burden a soul, sorry, more than it can bear. So the way I see it is that whatever trials or things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sets for us, we should always see it as a blessing. We should always take it as a way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing yeah. us because He loves us. And... Though that that's what increases my iman the most yeah. is because if I'm not tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then I am going to worry. Yeah. I'm going to worry because you know I don't want to be given that dunya over the akhirah. Yeah. So I tend to focus on my angle. I always see my angle as jannah. Yeah. You know gentle for those the highest ranks of jannah may Allah grant us I mean, all of this. I mean, paradise, yeah, highest and paradise. motivation is just Islam for me. The more I look into Islam, the more I look into my religion if I'm feeling down demotivated I just go and pray even if it's a little as turuk'at yeah. turuk'at just pray just to remi- remind yourself yeah. so, <laughs> sometimes people don't have the motivation to pray sometimes yeah. you even have to go f- as far enough just to force yourself to pray you know to, me- yeah. to remind yourself of you know the akhirah or maybe even going to visit places that's gonna remind you you know going to Quran classes or going to fiqh classes aqidah classes yeah. that will make you think you know yeah like I need to step up a bit more Yeah, so, so going to lessons and lectures to no. stay motivated no. and sustain your commitment. That's good. And what are some of the hardest personal challenges you faced and how did you overcome it so far in your life? What's the hardest challenge you faced? The, to be honest, the, the hardest challenges I faced in my life would probably be going, yeah, to be honest, going through surgeries. So I had two surgeries in a year okay. due to football. I had two surgeries, one on my right knee first. And then one on my left knee. Yeah, both knees are. Yeah. yeah. So from after, football. Yeah, after I recovered from my first leg, I I managed to do surgery on my second leg yeah. because of my injury. And Subhanallah, it was the same injury. And you know, 
that was would be the hardest challenge I faced. Yeah. The reason that I say this is because it did affect my salah as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I always loved prostrating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, going down and speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so and so. You had to sit in the chair. Yeah, like, and right. I had to sit in the chair and stuff. Alhamdulillah for, you know, the situation. Yeah, it would have been, been the hardest situation I probably would have faced. Yeah. We're back in, I suppose you were too young for the war, innit, to know, to understand the war. Yeah. When you were like fleeing from as a family, yeah, yeah. you were too young, innit? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember. Much. Yeah, because I said yeah. you were too young to, young, yeah. yeah, too young. And how do you handle stress and failure in your life? The way I'd handle stress and failure, mm. I'd always return to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Yeah. You know, uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran, "Firru Allah." So return back to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Run away to Allah. Yeah. You know, when you're running the opposite way from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, Allah's asking you where you're going. Yeah. Why are you going the opposite way? <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm everything you need. Yeah. So when I'm stressed or I have whatever it is that failure, I might be yeah. facing failure, I, I take refuge in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. I take refuge in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and that is the best thing you can do. Yeah. You know, no medicine, no surgery, no whatever it is can fix the way you are apart from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Yes. And the key is there. It's very simple. I can give you the Quran and say that's everything you need. Yeah. And it's literally everything there for you. It's written in the book. Yeah. Sah. Yeah. yeah. How do you manage your time and day? Is there any particular tips and hacks, or do you just you see it going? You say you go with the flow. Is that going back to what you said? Yeah. Or, I mean, to do you be have honest, any tips? The best the best way to manage with your day is being on time for mm. your salah. Yeah. Once you're on time for when you have your salah in check. Yeah. When you're at the mosque for every single salah before salah, you know, praying your sunnah salahs yeah. and so on and so. Once you have all this in check, everything in your life will be in check. Inshallah. And subhanAllah, subhanAllah is true. Because once your salah, you pray your salah on time, you're, you're not delaying in any, way, in any way, shape or form, then everything else in your life, for instance, your worldly affairs, everything will be in check. Everything will be in line. So the way I see it is that you delay your salah, you delay your worldly affairs. Yeah. yeah. So you try your best to you use oh, the five times salah. Yeah. That's your. That's the like, way. Yeah. You work around that. Everything. Yeah. Easy like you. a like a pillar, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any particular interest or hobbies? Interest or hobbies? To yeah. be honest, my my biggest interest at the moment is focusing on my religion. Yeah. Like I don't my the way I see it, the end of the tunnel the 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 vision that I have is that I want to pursue and go into be becoming an imam. Yeah, study yeah. about my religion to the most the highest of extents that I can become a sheikh and sure. move on from yeah, that yeah. so these are what something I'm interested in yeah. Yeah. what about hobbies do you have any hobbies do you play football or, or yeah, do you yeah. play boxing or gym or yeah what? to be honest I play football here and there yeah. you know sometimes with my friends you know they say oh here's a session let's go play here this and that you know sometimes it's always you know you can you always have fun yeah, always sure. have fun and you know just you know as the Prophet Muhammad so said he says enjoy the good and forbid the evil Stuff that are good for you and that are halal for you and don't bring you in any way, shape, or form near haram. Enjoy it as much as you yeah. want. But the stuff that are haram and the fitna, stay away from it. Forbid this. Yeah. So, you know, playing football, you know, going out with your friends, maybe going to eat and so on. Yeah. yeah Alhamdulillah, we do this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So your 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 future goals, inshallah, that is that your interest, like to follow to 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 become knowledgeable in your deen nah. and. And, and then learn as much about it and become like yes. a sheikh. And who is there, when, is there any particular person who you aspire to, like the sheikh after ulama? Somebody who you to look honest, up to? To be honest, I've looked at a lot of sheikhs. Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a brilliant, brilliant Mashallah, you know, yeah. scholar. And the way he, he, he sets Islam straight. 
and he talks about Islam and he how the way he 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 basically he he revives Islam in a way yeah. and subhanallah subhanallah the way to be honest all scholars all scholars there are some that are at the top top who are literally you ask them a question they know straight away yeah and you know I want to be one of those people that I won't hesitate to answer a question because I don't know it. Yeah. I want to be one of those. You ask me a question, I know the answer straight so away. So you become knowledgeable nah, in that particular. Nah, yeah. And there's 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 many scholars, many shiuch that are beautiful, and you know the way the way they spread Islam and they speak about Islam is 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 motivating. You yeah, know. So that's good. What? Which might be linked to the question I'm going to ask you next week. What inspires you? So what inspires you, like? To be honest, what inspires me on a day-to-day basis mm. is my religion. Yeah. Honestly, my religion because being being in a work in a in a country of that I'm not used to, yeah. I'm not from. Mm. It's it's a challenge for all Muslims. Yeah. Indeed, it's a challenge for all Muslims because we are the haram is so open. If yeah. you're comparing this country to Saudi Arabia, the, there's no way you can compare it. As in Saudi Arabia, you don't see you know naked women walking around yeah. or fitting the left, right, center, yeah. drinking alcohol, smoking, yeah. and so on. So indeed, indeed, it's a big challenge for all Muslims to be in a Western country where you know haram is basically halal, and we have to we have to stay focused, understand that you know what what our purpose in this dunya is. You know, are we are we chasing the akhirah? Are we gonna leave and chase the dunya because we're interested in what the dunya has? So that's why it's a big challenge for all Muslims yeah. in there. So is that your religion inspires you to stay focused? Nah, is that nah, why? Yeah. Uh, what fascinates you? What fascinates you in life? Like any topics, subjects? To be, on, to be honest, the uh, if you uh, you know, it's hard to believe, but speaking about stories that you know, like that are. It's, it's in a way to do with Islam Like for instance You know when you sat there with your friends in a circle And you start speaking about How their life used to be Compared to now I found this really fascinating in a way because You can pick up what they used to be like And understand that Yes I was like this once And I'm like this now Yeah, You see and the change yeah. You see the change and you know It's beautiful to see brothers change From yeah. going from Maybe doing the craziest of haram stuff that displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. to changing and becoming, you know, so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, speaking about stories of Islam, you know, for instance, jinn stories as well, like it, it opens your eyes to, you know, stuff that you probably, there's not a lot of people that say, oh yeah, jinns are nothing, jinns are this and that. Yeah. So, but when you actually research into what jinns are, how how they possess people, you know, stories on like true true stories. It yeah. actually makes you think, you know, yeah, you know, we should be aware of this. Yeah, we should exactly. always take refuge in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So that's fascinating in terms of so yeah, personal transformation and uh, this other aspects stories. of life, yeah, like there's the un- stories, yeah. yeah, the aspects of in this kind of life. Just anything to do with Islamic stories is pretty fascinating. Yeah, a lot, yeah. And what? What perplexes or confuses you? Is there anything like, for example, I give this example. Me before, I I broke Alhamdulillah a lot of bad habits, but I used to think like, why do I have so much trouble making good choices? Or why is behavior mm-hmm. change hard? And I used to think that this, even when you have good intention and desire to change your ways, it's still the bad habits. So that mm-hmm. used to be 
you know, confusing publics. And I used to, and that's how I became interested in yeah. uh, why is positive change. Is there anything that confuses you, like in terms of like, um, say for like that kind of example, like anything in your own life? Yeah, to be honest, like when I when I think of bad habits, it's you know you have to change yourself mm. before you can you know change in your environment, change in yourself. Yeah. You have to do this in order to let go of those bad habits. Yeah. But sometimes, say for instance, if I was to do something, you know, that is, I'm not permitted to do, like I shouldn't be doing it. A bad I habit. think, yeah, a bad habit. I think to myself, why did I do that? Yeah. You know, I look back and think, why did I do that? Yeah. You know, was there? What did I achieve from it? Yeah. So we always, it's, it's 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 a thing where we say yes. Before I do a bad habit, I'm I'm going I'm going to think, oh yeah, shall I do this? Is it going to affect me? I'm yeah. going to regret it later on. Yeah. But when it comes to the bad habit, we just do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, as you know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala created this world in a way that we people would be confused. Why would Allah Subhanahu wa Taala create us to sin? You know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. If nobody sinned in this world, yeah. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He'd wipe away the whole the whole population of the earth and create an, another one where people would sin. Yeah. And people would ask, why would Allah do that? So when people do sins, they return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they know there is a creator there. They know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there for you, even though if you sin. And he can forgive you as well. And he, yeah. and he forgives you. Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most forgiving, the most merciful. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Did you have any, did you ever, so when you, did you used to wonder that in those times when you made bad choices? Yeah, I used to wonder. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think the best of it is, is that those bad choices, and you know reflecting on them and regretting them yeah. is the person that, that we are today yeah because it's a personal transformation in it you exactly. make it like a self-transformation because exactly. if you're doing good 24 7 and yeah. you know you're not you're not you're like yeah i'm not doing anything bad then you re- you think to yourself yeah i'm a perfect guy i don't yeah. need to change but if you're doing bad and you're falling into fitna and haram you're always returning to allah yeah. ta'ala, you know that you're getting better as a person why because you realize your mistakes and you know not to do them again. Yeah, you're trying to improve yeah. them and improve. Yeah, because Allah says, Nafsullawama, innit? Yeah, the soul so that beats itself. So, you know, there's a funny story I share. An uncle of mine, I said to him, Uncle, if you don't change, you beat yourself. Mm. He said, I don't know what you mean. I said, What happened? He goes, Just this morning I was beating myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to him, Oh, Uncle, what were you saying to yourself? He goes, Nas Vatai, which means in some in English like I'm stupid. So I said, Why what happened? He said, I can't quit smoking. <laughs> so and I said to him, Alhamdulillah, your heart, your you know, your demir, your yeah, imam yeah. is still alive. Because yeah. as long as you're beating or berating yourself, it means your heart, your demir, you know, your conscience yeah, yeah. is alive. But the day you know you're just smoking and you you're not being yourself or no. anything. It's like what you think. You think it's all right, and it's no. become. <laughs> yeah. So I said to my uncle, he said, "Nah, it's bad." I said, yeah. said, "Don't beat yourself. You have to change yeah. it." That's good though, because uh, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam he said he said the intention is better than the action itself. Yeah. So as he as he has the intention to quit smoking. Yeah. Between him and Allah subhanahu wa taala, maybe he has already quit smoking. Yeah. But obviously, he's doing the act, but within himself and it's within good. the intention, he's got the. The intention to quit smoking. Yeah. So may Allah, may Allah, you know, ease it for him. And amen, amen, amen. Yeah. So my next question is, what's the worst piece of advice you've ever been given? The worst piece of advice I've probably ever been given is, to be honest with you, was probably do whatever you want. 
you know yeah like, be reckless <laughs> yeah you know like there's many people that give advice like yeah just do this do that don't worry Allah will forgive you anyways you know yeah. you don't have to pray you don't have to do this and that yeah. but yeah the best uh, the, the worst advice probably you know just do what you want you know that's the worst yeah you only live once that's, you know yeah so yeah that's probably the worst okay and likewise what's the best piece of advice you've ever received the best piece of advice would probably be from my dad yeah what did you say my dad the best advice he said and he always says this to people he says he says fear Allah first yeah and then when you fear Allah you will also respect and fear your parents as well yeah. you know you know as as they grow up we still need to look after our parents we need to take care of them yeah you know it's like the responsibility changes the way the more it goes down the line you know when yeah. you're little they take care of you and then when they grow up you take care of them until yeah. you know and you only have them once in this dunya so making sure you take care of them loving them and yeah like the always best advice is the best thing you can ever hear from someone is fear Allah because yeah. no way in any way shape or form can you argue with that it's good and when I say the word habit what's the first thing that comes to your mind the word habit is yeah. stuff that you know you you struggle with getting over yeah so if I say for instance if I, if I was smoking a lot that'd be a bad habit because yeah. I can't get over it yeah you know so do you link that word with like, like negative behavior? Neg- yeah, ne- ne- not always negative behavior. Mm-hmm. It's but always like it can be you know good habits. Yeah, good habits is stuff that you always do a lot. Yeah, and there's there's bad habits stuff that you should you shouldn't be doing, but well, you, you do, do it anyway. because you're used to it. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? So it's yeah, struggle. That's good. You know one of the reason why I created this human habit podcast, and one of the reason why I became interested for me like uh, deeply interested in the psychology of habit. And habit formation was was because of this. What I realized was, we link the word habit mainly and mostly like with bad habits and negative habits. Because every time we mention the word, it's usually and often in the following sentence will always be some sort of a particular behavior we want to change. Yeah. So even though, like you said, we have lots of good habits. We don't link it with our good no, habits. No. We link it with always the bad habits. Yeah, because yeah. whenever we mention the word, it's always un- and then it's underpinned, or you know, it's, it's the next sentence would be some sort of a particular habit. No. That I want to quit smoking, or I want to do stop doing this. It's always I want to stop doing this. So it's a negative behavior word. So no. straight away we link it with yeah, bad stuff with yeah. the bad stuff. That's why what's, when I what other words do you link it with what other words as well? Do you know other words? Bad habits. Now that word habit that you link with habits. Yeah, other um, words. To be honest, where you, when you think of habits, yeah. straight away as you said, it comes to to the negative, bad, bad, yeah, the negative side. Yeah. But also, when you think of habits, it's stuff that you always do over and over. Over again. again. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. You know, and that's the other thing. So one of the reasons the Human Habit Podcast, one of my goals, whenever I always ask this question to everyone, and I even ask this young question to like eighty year olds, sixty year olds, and everybody yeah. links it with that. So habit is just an action or a behavior that we do without no thinking. Yes. So it's neutral. So it's no. just something we do. But like we mentioned, we always link it with the bad because that's what we want to change. The other thing as well is, you know, Allah says, Abishachin, Did they not think deeply about themselves and how we created them? You know, what they discover now, habit is actually a special type of memory. So that's why I wanted to create awareness. It's a special type of memory. The reason why is because remember we said it's something that you do without no thinking. So it's a special type of memory. So it needs a trigger or a cue. Yeah. As long as the trigger and the cue comes, you will always do the behavior with that. Yeah. No thinking. Yeah. So then the reason why 
is because there's two reasons. There's the purpose. You know, like everything has a purpose here. Yeah. Yeah. The purpose of it seems like this. First of all, when you have a happy, there's no decision making. Sorry. Because you're already doing it without no thinking. You, that means you subconsciously made the decision yeah, to do it. Yeah, that's because true. Because as long as the trigger and the cue comes, which means you would have learned it. Otherwise, you wouldn't. You don't do a habit that you've never done before. So it means you would have learned it in it. So that's one. It frees you from decision making. And the second one is because it frees you from decision making. It means there's no attention. You're not paying attention. No. So habits, the benefit of habits or the purpose of it seems like it frees you from decision and attention. Sorry. That's why when you like when you learn a driver, you do a mirror, mirror, signal. You're using a lot of attention and a lot of decision making. Mirror, mirror, signal, gear one. But when that becomes a habit, it frees you. Me and you could go to London now, drive three, four hours, and we could have a conversation. I'm not making no decision or using decision making or no attention because there's a part of my brain that's so, that's doing the habit you so, know what so. I mean so so it organizes it organizes so habits they're all it's a special type of memory that organizes and drives their everyday thinking and behavior well I, when I understood that Allah made me to see habit in a different way what I realized was oh okay I get it all I have to do is make one decision Get rid of it. No, no. Say so like in yeah. any. If I want to form a habit or break a habit, oh, sorry, yeah. all I have to do is make a decision. Then this is the other word we were using: repetition. Repetition, yeah. And then it will become a yeah, habit. habit yeah, and then it frees you because yeah. like or practice repetition or frequency, regular, automatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other words we use for common is routine. Routine, yeah. Because habit and routine we use them interchangeably. Oh, that's my habit. That's my routine. But there's a different. What I realized was. Is happy is one action or behavior you do without no thinking, but routine on the other hand is several is several habits that cluster together. So you got your morning routine. Yeah, and then you have so, to yeah, then there's a sequence. So it could be it's like five habits that. So you got your morning routine. Even driving is like a routine because you put you get in the car, you and um, seat bell on. Like yeah. each one of them is a habit. Yeah. You get in the car, seat bell on, boom, boom. You know what I mean? The, so, you know what I mean? As long as the 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 like the the gear and the clutch are always in the same place, so, yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. you get it. So the routine runs itself. Yeah, of course, of course. So that's why my goal is to create a new level of awareness about habits. So my guest, whenever I always give him a lecture about habits, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I say I have a that's habit. A beautiful experience. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very well explained. So I say I have a habit of talking about habits. Yeah, that's a beautiful. <laughs> so that's why. So when that, so that, that's good to know. It means you can break the bad habits. Once you realize that it's just a memory that's running by itself, that's true, yeah. and then and that's why sometimes we struggle to break that habit. And the other thing as well is, is if you realize that you want to make a good habit, you need to make a decision, commitment, and then you have to do you know like self discipline and self control to make the habit until it becomes a routine and regular in your life. Then then the control there's a tipping point where. The, the, there's this part of our brain called the subhanallah it's called the basal ganglia and they, now there's known like that's known as the habit center mm-hmm. and it becomes an addiction is another word mm. addiction you know sometimes yeah, addiction yeah, as well but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about addiction yeah you know the word addiction I learned it actually means slave really yeah <laughs> and you know you know and you know and you know, in ancient Roman, yeah. they had a law when Roman used to rule the world. Yeah, they had a law. It was called a law of addiction. Yeah. 
What that means was if you owe a broker owed me money and you couldn't pay me, yeah. I would have took your call and they would have said you're addicted to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be my slave. No way. Yeah, that's what it means. So now whenever we say somebody's addicted to something, smoking, smartphone, porn, gambling, we mean that the object, that object has now become the master and you are the yeah, slave. Yeah, you probably know this. There's an ayah of the Quran where Allah says, do you not see he who takes his desire? No. As his God? No. You know the ayah, yeah. didn't it? See what I mean? So you can take your desire, your nafs, your, your nafs desire yeah, exactly. as your God. No. So that means your nafs becomes your master. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's what I realized. That's what we, that's why habits are so powerful, you know, and to, to, and so it's that the struggle is there because the nafs, No. And shaitan, shaitan Do you know what I mean? They can leverage it And also yeah. our environment Because our environment is also a big yeah. Big, yeah, big, big part big. Yeah So that's why the first thing I So inshallah my goal like that is to say to Now I hope inshallah Like you know the word habit no. To realize it's not just We shouldn't link it with just the negative But we should also see it With the good good aspects of us Do you know what I mean? That we don't know They say You know the other thing I wanted to ask you as well Is um, I tell people There's three things that's extremely hard A metal diamond And to know yourself (laughs) So But there's something you mentioned earlier I wanted to go back to it You know when you said that you And you said you don't like Somebody bossing you about Or you want to do your own thing That's a good thing When did you discover that? Because like I said It's hard to know So when did you first discover that? To be honest The the one time I discovered that is Just at a normal workplace Yeah You know like you're working You're You know You're, 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 you're putting hard work in yeah. While the boss is just sat there doing nothing You know yeah. what I mean Just bossing you around and stuff So the person for, the, the way that made me think is that I personally don't want to work for anyone Yeah I want to have my own businesses Inshallah And you know Because don't get me wrong There are people who don't mind working for people You know yeah. the, the way of life they think Yeah I get a job I work for someone so and so That's how people is But for me It's like I want to open my own businesses My Inshallah. own type of workplace Yeah Inshallah. Inshallah And you know And those people Who don't mind working for people Can work for me Yeah You know what I mean that's, that's, And obviously that's Everyone's So is that when you discover The from yeah, I think the, it's just Yeah working Working in places You know Where you get bossed around Or you get told this and that You know yeah. Because if you think about it If you was the boss Nobody would be telling you anything Yeah Because you'd be like You know You're getting sucked already <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk Yeah <laughs> so, Yeah So that's what I said That's why I wanted to go yeah. back To that question Which is because I remember the one you mentioned it earlier But because I didn't want to interrupt Your no, no, phone idea, yeah, yeah. You get it So you, we're gonna No no I really enjoyed um, oh, yeah. um, f- um, Thank you for coming I really enjoyed Talking to you Allah, Thank you so much Alhamdulillah, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you as well. And inshallah, like we mentioned, I will take your advice inshallah in the future and as you grow and learn and develop inshallah. yourself inshallah. And, and I would be doing inshallah the same as well. I'll probably have inshallah the video and then yeah, you can come on there as well. And we do the, in another, another episode inshallah in the future. But for today, Jazakallah khair and I really appreciate you, bro. And a small advice to everybody. Is increase your knowledge within Islam. The more you increase your knowledge within Islam, the more taqwa and the more consciousness you have Allah, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this will increase your fear within Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more knowledge you have, the more aware and conscious of the stuff that you do. So you become yeah, aware of you your habits and more aware. Yeah, you know, you, you know to stay away from haram, yeah. the fitna, you know what's right from wrong and what's uh, wrong yeah. from right. So yeah. 
yeah, increasing in knowledge and having a taqwa. And, you know, may Allah keep us all steadfast Ameen, upon Ameen. his religion. Ameen. May Allah give us hasan and this dunya and akhira. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khair wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi Bro, thanks for that last piece of advice. And then guys, and inshallah, that's it for today's episode. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existing and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future, you decide your habits and your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the year after. And I ask Allah to give us all. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirat hasanatan wa qina adab al-nar. Oh Allah, give us good in this life and day after. Safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.